0: The Thanksgiving rush is on. People at this point are just kind of ready to travel. Waukesha death toll goes up. We learned of another death of a child. 1970s murder conviction overturned. I didn't think this day was going to come. Good morning, I'm Peter King in Orlando with the CBS World News Roundup. It's a huge difference from last year. With tens of millions of Americans now vaccinated, more than 53 million are hitting the road for Thanksgiving. Many are flying, most are driving. Shane Beaton is with his family at an I-79 rest stop in Bridgeville, Pennsylvania. It feels good. Get out, get away from everything. Just, like, get a break from Regular life. I'm John Doman on 995 in Maryland, where people were on the road early. 1.45, 12 o'clock. Last night at 9.30, and I'm heading to Florida. Carrie Zaleski of New Hampshire says her vehicle runs on diesel fuel. She's running on... Coffee and Red Bull. Also on the road early this morning was Lyndon Paris, who left Brooklyn, headed for Georgia. Uh, actually, I was looking at the plane tickets, the price. Gas prices might be high, but airfare was higher. But I see you know something, last minute, I'm just going to drive. I'm Marla Diamond on... On the New Jersey Turnpike, where the cost of a gallon of regular is 3.55 a gallon, but that's not stopping travelers like Ruth Thompson of Windsor, Connecticut, who is feeling much more confident than she did a year ago. It's wonderful. Last year this time, I was cooped up in my home, I would not go anywhere. The TSA and the airlines say they're ready for the busiest travel period in almost two years. Correspondent Errol Barnett is at Hartsfield-Jackson International in Atlanta and he says today... Delta expects to fly more than 478,000 passengers and more than 550,000 on Sunday. That's a pandemic record for the airline. Also, United and American Airlines expect the Sunday after Thanksgiving to be their busiest travel days since the pandemic began. An eight-year-old boy has become the sixth person to die after being hit by the SUV that crashed into a crowd-watching Sunday's Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. The suspect has had his first court appearance. He's jailed on $5 million bail. CBS News correspondent David Begno spoke with the husband of one of the women killed. Everyone who met her always loved her. John Kulick, her. whose wife Jane was killed, told me that their last day together began at church roughly six hours later. His wife was at the parade with colleagues from the bank where she worked when she was run down. Her whole world was her family. She was a rock that held us together. She was a grandmother to three and a mother to three. The tributes for Jane Kulik and the five other victims who died are pouring in. The suspect, Daryl Brooks, was arrested on the front porch of a home where he actually knocked on the door after the attack. I caught an Uber and I'm supposed to be waiting for it over here, but I don't know when it's coming. Can you call it for me, please? Daniel Ryder answered the knock. He said, man, I'm freezing. I'm freezing out here, man. You got to warm me up. So I got him a jacket to wear. So I was like, OK, I'll get you a sandwich. He was telling me that, oh, is there something going on downtown? And I was like... Uh, there's a parade today, I know, but I. He's like, oh, that's probably what is a parade. Ryder says he had no clue what happened at the parade because he was at home watching football. Ryder says he got antsy when he saw police circling out front, so he told Brooks he needed to leave pretty fast. Officers swarmed in. This is the second day of jury deliberations at the trial of three white men accused of murder in the death of Ahmaud Arbery, a black man. CBS's Omar Villafranca is in Brunswick, Georgia. They will continue deliberating today after more than six hours yesterday. They'll take Thanksgiving off and they'll be back Friday and Saturday if necessary. Kevin Strickland has always said he was home watching TV when three people were shot and killed in Kansas City back in 1978. Strickland was convicted, even though two other men who were found guilty said he wasn't involved. Now a judge has overturned Strickland's conviction, and he's a free man. While he says he's not angry, it took 43 years to get here, and when they knew from day one that I wasn't the person that committed that crime. They knew. High on his list of things to do now, visiting the grave of his mother, who died three months ago. A civil jury has ordered 17 white nationalist leaders and organizations to pay more than $26 million in damages stemming from the violence during a deadly Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, four years ago. Roberta Kaplan is an attorney for the plaintiffs. This verdict today is a message that this country does not tolerate violence based on racial and religious hatred in any form. In San Francisco, police say they've arrested nine people in connection with a series of smash-grab robberies at high-end stores and shopping malls. California Governor Gavin Newsom promises an increased police presence at large retail areas. Stores and malls may seem a little less crowded this year than on past Black Fridays. A CNET survey says more of us are opting to shop online rather than go out. Our survey found that about 18% of people are buying more gifts online specifically because of supply chain issues and worries about whether Gifts are going to get there on time and whether they're going to find what they need. But CNET senior security expert Bree Fowler says those issues have many people doing deep dives for alternative resources. That doesn't always turn out well. Stick with reputable retailers. Um, this year especially, that hot gift may not be at the place you usually shop. So you need to be careful that you're not shopping with shady online companies that may or may not be real. In other words... Buyer beware. Late last night... Three, two, one. And liftoff of the Falcon 9 and Dart. That launch from California's Vandenberg Air Force Base was the beginning of a scenario that's been played out in science fiction for decades. CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood. The spacecraft is going to crash into a small, harmless asteroid next fall to test the feasibility of nudging an incoming asteroid or comet off course. And DART will only change its trajectory by a truly tiny amount. And remember, this is only a test, not an actual emergency. The owners of two Miami Beach restaurants are suing the city after they were denied permits for sidewalk seating. They say the city manager has too much leeway to do that, based on past violations, bad reviews, or any other criteria she chooses. Some rock stars become living legends. Some become legendary after their deaths. You could argue that the one who died 30 years ago today was both. It's been three decades since Queen lost its lead singer. But to this day, Freddie Mercury is considered one of the greatest frontmen of all time. The The British singer formed the band with guitarist Brian May in 1970. Since then, Queen has sold more than 34 million records, about half of which sold after his death. mercury was just 45 years old when he died from aids in 1991 in 2001 he was posthumously inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame monica ricks cbs news and that's the world news roundup for wednesday november 24th 2021 i'm peter king cbs news t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours